0: Ready, set, go! Hey guys, welcome back to the EV Diaries. My name is Ben. I am an engineer in Southeastern Kentucky, and I believe that EVs have a significant role to play in the future of small-town America. Now... I wanted to depart from my typical thing today. Um, I grew up Disney. I mean, most kids in America did. Um, There was always a Disney presence on the television growing up. And I was really excited when Disney finally launched Disney Plus. And I have to thank Verizon because I've got it this year for free. But searching through the the menu on, on Disney Plus, there's a lot of movies that I have not seen since I was a child. And um, there's, there's a few things missing, and maybe that uh, Disney will release those later. But uh, that's a digression, and we'll, we'll leave that to the folks at Disney to figure out. Anyway, getting back on point, I watched the original Tron the other night. And it took me back to my 11-year-old self when that movie came out. Um, I saw it twice in the theaters, um, of course, you know, that's back in the infancy of VHS and, and Beta, and for all you young folks there, you can uh, look that up, because it's, uh, yeah, I grew up in that time. I was somewhere between the Apple II and the Apple IIe at that time. Um, I was a year away from being able to get a Commodore 64, which was my first computer, so that, that pretty much dates me. Um, but getting getting back to Tron, I was watching it with with a lot of nostalgia, enjoying the story arc. Uh, it's amazing how young Jeff Bridges was in that movie. And you know, the movie is about corporate espionage um, and the rise of computers in society. It was really a a futuristic movie, and the the visual effects in the movie. Um, back then they, they just blew me away as a young kid. Um, of course that was back in the day when video arcades were first popping up and you would go in and there would be hundreds of video machines. And you've got to remember up to that point, you know, you would go places and they would have pinball machines, but around here we did not really have arcades like other places did until about that early eighties timeframe. frame. Uh, sure, you could go to the bowling alley, and they'd have three or four pinball machines. But as far as going to an arcade, uh, Pepperoni Playhouse was an arcade that opened here, um, just the town next to us, and we used to spend hours and hours in that arcade. And I've said all of this, and well, one other thing about Tron, it really sort of introduced the idea. Well, to me, I mean, you got to remember, I was 11. It introduced the ideal to me of artificial intelligence, and it was really a warning of art of, of artificial intelligence. You know that it was going to take over if we didn't stop it. And how many movies since then have we had that? And still, we're producing artificial intelligence. And and I'm not saying AI is a bad thing. I'm just saying, if in the future computers take over, artificial intelligence starts running the world, we've been warned. Here I am, I'm 11 years old, I'm about to hit middle school. Well, junior high. It was junior high back, back in those days. And when I got to junior high, I think I was so influenced by the movie Tron that given the opportunity, I joined the computer team. We were learning how to program basic on TRS-80s. Now, for TR, or if you don't know what TRS-80 is... Look that up. It was a computer that was produced by Radio Shack. Um, it was, um, yeah, it was it was something else. And you can, if you've watched any movie from that time frame, you see these big, clunky, just huge boxes. That's exactly what a TRS-80 was. I mean, it, the, the keyboard and the monitor were all one unit. Getting back to, to my 11-year-old self, you know, as soon as I could had the opportunity, I started to learn how how to program TRS-80s. And then a couple of years later, I was at an engineering day at the University of Kentucky, and that's where the the students would showcase their projects and what they were working on. And, and it was really an outreach, I guess that's a good word, an outreach uh, type of event to where they could bring you know math groups, math students and this and sort of, you know, maybe inspire them to one day come to the University of Kentucky and and get in in the engineering program. And guess what my eighth grade self decided to do? I decided after seeing a robotics demonstration at the University of Kentucky, I wanted to be an engineer. Well, fast forward uh, way too long after that, I've graduated the University of Kentucky with an electrical engineering degree. So here we are. I said all that to bring me to this point here. I'm an electrical engineer because of the influences like Tron and just stuff that I thought was cool back in the day and I wanted to learn about. So I'm thinking, what would be my message to today's middle schoolers? especially when it comes to EVs. I would, I would inspire the kids to, you know, start looking at electric vehicles. And maybe by the time these kids are driving, that's going to be the majority of what's available. But, you know, we, we've taught these kids over the past couple of decades about climate change, which back when I was growing up, when I was in elementary school, middle school, and well, even up into high school, Climate change wasn't a thing. Is we've we've taught the kids about climate change. We have taught the kids to recycle. We've taught the kids to keep the oceans clean. Now we need to teach the kids to use EVs, and not necessarily come at it from a climate change point of view. Um, and I don't know what point of view to, to actually use. I mean, you know, we could some video games, something, but. I'm sitting here, and this is just the way my mind works. And remember, I was 11 years old in the early 80s when Tron came out. But think about this. And the date on that movie was 1982, if you were wondering. Um, someone needs to be um, inspired by this podcast. You say, I'm starting in here. I'm the inspiration. Somebody needs to be inspired by this podcast and write a screenplay that features a strong, EV presence. Think about it. EVs and movies, uh, they're they're rare. Um, it's not really highlighted when you do see one, and a lot of times when you do see one, it's the butt of a joke because it's it's running out of of electricity. You know they're trying to get somewhere. There's a mad dash. You're coming up on the climax of the movie, and the EV runs out, or it's just this small little compact um, smart car looking um, thing that that's no more than a glorified golf cart. So we need somebody to write a screenplay, strong EV presence, really good story arc, and inspire all these middle school kids today to be the electrical engineers of the future that are going to make EVs just absolutely pop. So anyway, there's your assignment. Uh, Whoever's out there, um, uh, I, I don't want any uh, credits, uh, but if uh, you do have it made into a movie, I would like to have my own IMDb page, and you can uh, just reference me as the inspiration. I know that uh, I know it's been sort of a crazy, different episode. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. It was just I wanted to put something out there that was a little bit fun, a little bit lighthearted, and um, and what better way to to look back to see where we were and see how we got here. Thanks for listening. The EV revolution is here, so let's inspire the next generation and let them take us on a fun ride. You've been listening to the EV Diaries. If you'd like to contact us, please email me, ben at evdiaries.com. Also, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at EV Diaries. And finally, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks.